Hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm Joelle. And my name is Juan. And today we're going to be talking about the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. The author of this book is John C. Maxwell. And the, the purpose of the book is to talk about the 21 laws of leadership and how they are impacted on everybody. So these 21 principles of leadership do not change over time, though the application may vary. And so each chapter of this book discusses one of the leadership laws, and Maxwell teaches us through each of the laws that leadership is learned and non-inherited, and that everyone can be an effective leader with these traits. And some important points of the book include the fact that all 21 laws can be learned and mastered. Additionally, each law stands alone, hence you do not need to learn them in order, but they do complement and reinforce one another. The laws bring consequences, and people will follow or not follow you depending on whether you apply or violate the laws. And lastly, the laws need to be applied in real life to form the foundations of leadership. Right. Let's start off with the basics and talk about what the definition of leadership is to each of us individually. Okay, so I'll start off. So for me, leadership just means, you know, you take two steps ahead of others when you look out for people you're guiding. Yeah, you know, I believe, like, there's no right way to be an effective leader. You just need to show respect and let other people know, like, you're leading them truly for them because you care about them. And this will allow them to gain respect for you. Um, I believe, like, being an effective leader means you're influencing others to be the best they possibly can be and motivating them to be truly, like, just successful overall. You know, being a good leader is also being humble. You know, understanding that people will see what you do by your actions and only words, you know, words can lead us so far, so. To me, leadership implies values, and to be an effective leader, in my opinion, you need to have a clear set of values to follow and that you expect others to follow. For example, if you demand respect from those you are leading, you need to supply them with the same level of respect. Other core leadership values I believe a leader should have include integrity, authenticity, courage, and humility. Leadership includes leading by example, and if these traits are exemplified, I believe it shows true leadership. Maxwell said in this book, it's not the position that makes the leader, it's the leader that makes the position, and I strongly agree with that. I agree with both of you all with uh, definitions. But to me, leadership is the ability to effectively complete responsibilities that have been given to me to help achieve a greater goal. It is important to recognize that a great leader is not an inherited trait, but a characteristic that one gains over time through experience. In my opinion, leadership is not just a role or a position, but it's a responsibility that one learns over time. A leader is one who can lead with a clear understanding and is able to take orders from other great leaders, too. Okay, so we have... Obviously, there are the 21 laws, but we chose the top five that we think are the most impactful to us and our team. And the first one being is the law of influence. And this, in the book, he wrote, the true measure of leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. Influence is the power or capacity to produce a desired result. Maxwell refers to this law many times throughout the book. He simply stated that it is the true measure of leadership. And it is what helps fulfill the goals and dreams of the leader. And without it, a leader lacks the ammunition to reach this destination. And this isn't, we thought this was important because influence can be so powerful in making a change to benefit something as small as a group, but also to make a societal change. And having a positive influence over someone ultimately leaves a lasting impression or legacy on them, even after your leadership ends. 
the next law that we that I'm referring to is the law of respect. People naturally follow leaders stronger than themselves. We must be stronger and worthy of respect if we want people to respect us. We have to have high opinion of ourselves and be willing to follow and be willing to follow our people naturally follow people with leadership skills and traits stronger than the ones they possess. Choosing those wishes one choosing choosing those one wishes to follow is not asking when people follow others who possess leadership traits, they respect and admire and consider more worthy of respect than themselves. This is important to us because this is important to us because if a leader demands respect, then they must also give respect. Not just in a leadership role, but in life in general. So the third law is the law of victory. Leaders find a way for the team to win. That's what he says in the book. So leaders find a way for the team to win. That is, true leaders have a passion for victory. Winston Churchill, he's one of the finest examples of someone who inspired victory. His most famous quotes are, never, never, never give up. And the harder the battle, the sweeter the victory. So why is this important? This law is important because leaders need to come up with as many options as possible in order to be successful. If something fails, a leader needs to be quick to have a solution in order for their team to be victorious. Victories. I'm sorry. Okay, and so the fourth law that we thought was important was the law of sacrifice. And in the book, Maxwell wrote, a leader must give up to go up. So leaders trade freedom for responsibility. In any organization of more than one person, the larger the organize, organization gets and higher we go, the more we need to be willing to give up. A leader must give up to go up, as he stated again. He says, it is easier to go from failure to success than it is to go from excuses to success. I never thought of this before, but it makes a lot of sense. Without sacrifice, there is no improvement. A question that comes up for me is, am I making excuses or am I unwilling to make sacrifices to get me from where I am to where I want to be? And I think this is important because leaders need to be able to make sacrifices in order to make ultimately improvements for their team. Our last law is the law of legacy. A leader's lasting value is measured by succession. Leaders who leave a lasting legacy left an impeccable print on our hearts because they chose to make an impact on the world. Maxwell contends that leaders who practice the law of legacy are really rare. But the ones who do practice the law of legacy leave a legacy of succession to in their organization, family, friends, and the world as a whole. And you might ask, how does this happen? These individuals lead with tomorrow, lead with tomorrow as in today. They lead with tomorrow in their mind today. They create a leadership culture within their organization. They pay a price, they pay a price to ensure a lasting success. They value team leadership above individual leadership, and they realize that a leader's lasting value can only be judged based on how well the organization did after the leader is gone. In other words, those leaders who leave a solid legacy chose a life of significance, not only just not just a life of success. This is important to us because an effective leader has an impact on the people they are leading that goes beyond the time that they are in charge. Leaving a legacy and influence on others provides that people lead by proves that people lead by example and have qualities others would be hard to be affected by.
Now let's talk about who is a leader in your life that has affected you and exhibit some of these laws. So I think my dad portrays the law of respect because throughout his 29 years in the Army, he was commanded by several people, but he also commanded numerous people. And no matter what the circumstance of being in charge or having to work for others, he has always treated every individual with the same level of respect. And from witnessing his leadership, I can take away the importance of respecting others, no matter what their position is. And there's this common phrase that we joke about in my house that says, treat the janitor with the same respect that you treat the CEO with. And I try to live by that day by day. While here at JMU, and specifically in ROTC, I strive to respect others equally to create the best environment to get work done or potentially even lead others. So Rebecca, who's a leader in your life? Personally, in my life, I always go back to saying, like, my brother, he's shown me what a leader, like, truly is. Um, him and I are just so close in age, and he's just, like, uh, three steps ahead of me in life. I feel like I kind of just follow him and go down his footsteps because he's really just, like, shown the way. Um, he executes his actions by truly showing more than just telling. You know, he's always doing great things and going out of his way to help others. Um, for altruism, not really needing anything in return. He just wants everyone to be successful. And just what that means, like his friends, his family, anyone in his life, he just tries to find the best in them and show them really how to be successful. And I feel like that's truly like what a leader is, you know, um, helping people, helping your people, your friends, anyone, you know, do the best of their abilities and showing them and letting them know like what it means, you know, to them. And also, um, I don't know. I think that's kind of yeah. I feel that you know. (laughs) And so, Esperanza, why are these laws relevant to you and RTC and JNU students in general? It is important for individuals to follow these laws throughout their lives in order to be the most effective leader. Specifically, in RTC, we hold ourselves to a higher standard to lead each other and lead the people outside the program. People look up to us even with our uniforms on. Everyone should have these qualities of leadership because we will come in contact with a lot of diverse individuals and situations in life. But we will need to take charge and lead others. So how do you think uh, as students we can adhere to these laws? I think personally the best way to adhere to these laws is simply to practice them. By noticing our own individual strengths and weaknesses, we can use that understanding to improve areas that we are lacking when it comes to leadership. For example, if I know that sacrificing is hard for me, I could focus on that in order to, be, in order to better myself and become a more effective leader. Great. All right, so we're going to close this up. I'm Rebecca, this is Joelle, and this is on the mics, and this is the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Thanks for listening. Thank you.